ready. Hey guys, it's Nick and Jared. Hey, the it's us, the podcast here. hosts. This is a first take, right, Nick? We just, <laughs> yep. <laughs> we just wanted to drop in before the show and say hi, and that uh, this is the last episode we're releasing this week, the last of three planned, very planned episodes. Um, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. We knew the virus was coming, so we thought rather than give people a heads up, why not get some pods on 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 the uh, on the old uh, schedule there? And uh, and we did, and we recorded some apps, and this is the third one in a row, Nick. In a row, are are they not tired of us already? They probably are, but if you are, you don't have to listen to this right now. You can't listen to. That's this right. You can turn it off. Ever. You can turn this off right now. That's a, that's a usual thing that people do, but, right? They 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 encourage their fans to turn off. <laughs> the show that they've created that's fine turn it off just remember to rate and review us on itunes and tell your that's friends all we care listen. about all we care about is being rated and reviewed we just want to pop up on those top podcast lists have you ever gotten on one of those nick Wouldn't that oh be my a god dream? i dream about that what? every single night number three i dream but... of that that i aspire to be number three <laughs> two and one i figure okay look look let's not kid ourselves no, that's that's wolf. right. That's that's exactly that's an earwolf or, or, or the, the ring. Right. The ringer number one, earwolf number two, and then uh, bad stuff number three in the in the best dream possible. And then we're, we're normally probably down in the thousands, hundreds of thousands. How many podcasts do you think there are in the world? <laughs> Over a million, maybe. There's right. More, more, more than, than 20, 20, probably. Um, but here's an, another one. With our guest, that's Joanna right. Housman. Joanna is Very is here to talk Joanna. to us about uh, lots of stuff and her coronavirus experience. Um, and she's had a she crazy ha- life. <laughs> she's had a crazy life. You said it, Nick. Uh, no, well, she has done a bunch of shit, and uh, you know, she's she's uh, she's from Ven- she's from Venezuela, <laughs> yeah. and she, that's a better that's, that's a, a better, better way. way that's right. That's, that's that's I don't know why I laughed at you and then said it. The same thing, but in a worse way. She, she's she's done, done a, a bunch, bunch of shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, Nick, she's a great guest, no matter how you slice it. Um, and she's got a yeah. lot of uh, really interesting stuff to talk about. Um, and if if you're wise and you're listening to this, uh, just just uh, you should be happy. You should keep listening. You'd be a You'd fool be a to damn fool listening. to press the pause or stop button right now. So uh, enjoy, huh? Yeah. This is our last episode of the week, but we'll be back next week. And who knows? No, absolutely. <laughs> we'll absolutely, no. Stay tuned. You know, we 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 will be there with you. I think we did. We promise throughout the entirety of the virus, we'll be releasing new episodes. Did we make that vow, or was that another one of my dreams? We can make we can it. Be- now. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> no. No, I don't think I ever. I don't think I vowed anything. So if you never, if, if you remember vows, that was probably a dream. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'm I'm ready. If you want to do it, I'll I'll make the vow. I'm yeah. Because I if we break it, well, what's to keep making? What's going to happen? I mean, what's the consequences? Well, that's true. Maybe we should build in some consequences into this <laughs> vow. Um, should we create some stakes for us? Well, how about we'll donate. Five hundred dollars to, to your favorite of... charity. <laughs> Are, yeah, you that's listener? right. You the listener. If you rate and rev- if you if you give us if a five don't... star review and you comment with your favorite charity, we'll donate how much, Nick? Well, this is if we don't keep releasing episodes throughout the. Yeah, of course, the that's pandemic. the condition, right? 
<laughs> then we'll really, we'll donate five hundred dollars. We'll get our lawyers to draft up the the, the, the rules. We don't want to <laughs> we don't want to casually kind of make this offer. We'll 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 get it all legally settled and. Uh, yeah, it'll 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 be easy to understand, um, and we'll donate to your charity, and you'll enjoy bad stuff. What, what do you say? And let's tease real quick. Next week, I don't know if it'll be next week or in two weeks from now. At some point, we'll be watching the movie <laughs> Crawl with Michael Delisle. So if you want to, yes, yes, we will be watching the movie Crawl. Watch along with us. And you said I could get that on on and on putting what? together epics. Epics. Uh, yeah. I don't. Ep. No one. Who has? Epics? I don't know why. No, but you can get a seven-day free trial, and that's really why we're here. <laughs> Use promo code. Get your Squarespace site stuff. on Epics. Um, alrighty, listen. I, I think yeah. we've. I, yeah. I hopefully you've listened episode. to this. And you, you haven't stopped, <laughs> and you will enjoy uh, Joanna Hausman. Uh, roll it, Nick. Welcome everybody to Bad Stuff. This is the podcast where we talk about stuff that we have to do, but we really don't want to do. And wow, what a ton of bad stuff we have to talk about today. The entire world, everything, everybody's life is bad. So Nick, my co-host, how are you? We're on uh, Zoom. Yeah, we're recording this over Zoom. I'm doing wow. good. I Yeah, I, I've been having a... Are you alone? Are you are you alone in your home? I mean, I got my dog. So okay, you're you're counting the dog. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) including my dog, I'm alone. Um, (laughs) It's been you know, it's been. I'm I'm glad I don't have a roommate. Is my big thing right now because I think I would be going. We would be. Yeah, because then you'd have to leave, right? Then you'd have to actually. I mean, you can't. I feel like people with casual roommates, they have to figure something out. I, I always think about that. Like if you're not yeah. if you're not living with a loved one, a significant other, yeah, you're you're toast. Well, yes? let's uh, let's bring in. Should, our guest. should we introduce our guest? Okay, yeah. this is, I was just going to talk to you solo for a while while Joanna watched. <laughs> I've, I've I know just it's... been quietly <laughs> observing. This entire time. Ladies and gentlemen, you know already. You could probably sense her quietly observing. She is a fantastic comedian right here in New York City, and one of my favorite people in the world, Joanna Houseman. Joanna, thank you for oh joining God. us. What a beautiful introduction. I yes, think. I'm famous um, for them. I I did pay you to say I'm one of your favorite people <laughs> in the world. Um, <laughs> how's it how going? How are you guys doing? Oh, man. Uh, how, how How is life? You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Is that before you would ask someone that question and you would have a variety of answers and you wouldn't know what they were going to return. Right. It's kind of just like, let's make conversation usually. And now it's like, yeah. oh, geez, it's like heavy automatically now. It's it's not only heavy, <laughs> but I feel, okay, so I have, I'm from Venezuela. And yes. When, when, when shit was going down in Venezuela, which is like 98% of the time, when I would bump into right. another Venezuelan, it would be, it, it would be this moment of like connection, like, oh man, how are you doing? How are you doing? And no one else would really get the, the mise-en-scene of our depression. <laughs> And I feel like now it's expanded to the world. Like that, right. that camaraderie of of being upset over something has expanded to include every human on earth. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think everyone's feeling uh, a, a, a deep sadness. 
<laughs> but yeah, and, I feel do feel more connected to people in that way to some. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I I I do internet stuff, and yeah. the the comments have been so positive. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There's really no room for just bullshit shit talking because it's like, dude, what are you even? Why? I had one troll. Uh, like a couple weeks ago, say something really gross to me, and I responded, um, like something kind of funny, and then he responded like, "Man, that was so good! What a great joke!" Uh, yeah, the world is on fire. I'm sorry about that. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, if the pandemic is gonna eradicate trolls, at least something positive is coming out of it. So Absolutely. Before, before this stuff started happening. Did you get a lot of really terrible comments on your videos? Yeah, Joanna, I mean, you're, you're known for your, your, let's see, I mean, you, you, would it be fair to say that you kind of started blowing up, quote unquote, on the internet from Flama and your Joanna rants? Is that, was that, is that your kind of, your biggest yeah. kind of moment that you kind of were de- able to develop an online kind of comedy following from? Yeah, so about like six years ago, I was I was a, just a producer for Univision's bilingual platform called Flama, which is now dead, but uh, for a few years was alive. And um, as a producer, I you know was in charge of sort of corralling and helping YouTubers with their scripts and uploads and all that jazz. It was honestly kind of a, a tedious job. And then one day, I had an idea for a video, uh, and it went viral. And then I had another idea for a video and it went viral. And then I begged my boss, like, yo, can I have the studio for just three hours on Friday? And I just want to see if I can parse together a series. And I did. And then that blew up. Um, And so it, it, it was, it was like, in a in a span of six weeks, my life completely changed from, I. Were you just, is that your only job then? Were you just working just there? What do you mean? Like, but in my like, were whole you, life? No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Were you just planning on doing only that forever and ever? No, no, no. I mean, I just like, was it, because uh, it seems like from off of that, you've gotten whatever offers and now you just, you know, do comedy now professionally, right? I mean, before, was it, was that your situation? Were you? I was trying to be a comedian right. and, and doing shows at the Triple Crown and right, York, right, right. Uh, which for the people that don't know was a oh, basement under. We've covered it hardcore pub. on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, bad uh, stuff. So yeah. Uh, is it, I still, mean, is I, it gone? No, uh, it's it, gone. it exists. Is it gone? gone? I think it's gone. Oh I no. Do. I do think it's gone. Um, but I, I always, my, I mean, my dream was to be a writer and a comedian, but I couldn't find a job doing that. So, and I'm a terrible producer. I'm not good at organizing or spreadsheets or money, but I lied my way into this job. And after that, I guess I got the opportunity to use that position to something I'm moderately okay at. And and the trolls were there from the get-go all the time. Yeah. Yeah, bit. it's crazy because, like, you guys know, you do a live performance, and unless you have one drunk heckler, you don't really know. I mean, no one's going to yell at you, like, you're an ugly Jewish whore, you have no lips. Like, no one's going to yell that at you. <laughs> They're all thinking it. <laughs> no, no, you're talking about yourself, right? Or are you talking to me? I'm talking about, I'm talking okay, about myself. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, going from 
sort of anonymity in one way in some way to the the luck and the possibility of being in front of many eyeballs also came with the drawback of getting acclimated to the fact that everyone can have an opinion of you and right. um that that took a bit of time for me honestly i it, it wasn't easy at first and now i don't really it's crazy what time does but right. i do i do not care anymore it, it i mean sometimes i get a comment that really bothers me but i get comments every day uh that, that are not nice and i'm just like okay do you ever get scary like in person stuff because i you were the, one of the first people who i worked with the ucb where like we do a show and then you were out on the street like talking to somebody and i would like i remember one night talking to taryn and taryn was like yeah who is that is that joanna's like like sister or friend or something I was like, no, that's just like her fan. Like her fan came to see her. And we were like, what do you mean? Like a real one? And she was like, yeah, like she has like fans. And I remember going to the airport with you one time, coming back from Austin Sketchfest. People would walk up to you and be like, you're Joanna, right? <laughs> and I'd be like, whoa, that's weird. And it's like, do you, do you get, I mean, A, is it weird like having people come up to you on the street? And B, do, do trolls ever come up to you on the street? Do weirdos come up and be like, you suck? So the so when people are excited to say hi, it it I love it. I it it's I think it's very isolating when you make content on the internet because right. yes, you have comments, yes, you have retweets, but you're kind of doing it on your own. You don't have that live performance aspect that after the show you step out and you see your friends and you see people that saw you. You're kind of like isolated. So having and I see the numbers, I see the amount of people that see, but numbers don't aren't equivalent to people when you start doing content online they unfortunately sort of revert to numbers just like how many there are and not who it is so when someone comes up to me and says something that they liked it 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 honestly it, it inspires me to continue doing what i'm doing but i have i have had situations where people have come up to me and have said hey man um i don't like you but my uh, my wife does. Um, can I take a picture? Oh right, like, right, 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 right. And I'm like, I mean, I'll take a picture. For is that her. nerves or are they just psychotic? Like what? I, a lot of guys do it. I think because they are my fans, but they think that their penis will shrink if they like a female comedian. Mm. Um, and that's science. That. I mean, that's true. That's science. No, they, it gets very little. It's very sad. Super tiny um, goes inside. <laughs> I won there's only one time I had a situation where it, it it got frightening and scary where I I felt deeply uncomfortable with what with what was going on. Please go retell it in detail. Hopefully yeah. we'll hilarious. <laughs> so last year last year I made an op-ed piece for the New York Times about like the political situation back mm. in my home country. It it you know, it angered a lot of Russians and Was it like a comedic spies. piece? It was like a slightly comedic piece. It was more informational. It was just explaining to people what was going on back home and why and why it it's an undemocratic regime what we have back home. It was whatever. It was it was kind of light, but it was also shedding light on, you know, a lot of people were having opinions of Venezuela just based on whether Trump did something or not and I wanted to like give more context. Right. So I angered I angered a very extremist group of Marxists. Jeez, um, Louise! Who, who, wait, what a sentence that is. <laughs> so they're extreme Marxists, extreme Marxists uh -huh. who are funded by the Venezuelan government, but they live in D.C. and they took a fucking bus from D.C. to an event I was hosting in the New School, dude. And in the middle of my event, 
five people in like <laughs> dread like white people in dreadlocks got up and Whoa, just started white people berating, in dreadlocks. basically berating <sighs> me and like recording me and thankfully i am so thankful for all the years i had getting accustomed to trolls and what that felt like because in that moment if it had happened to me six years ago i think i would have cried or run out or like i or you were you know, doing but, uh, they, they 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 hijacked your what was it a comedy show that you were doing so it was an, no it was an event i was like i was a panelist uh, on oh, was like a, about human rights in venezuela wow. and they were awarding an award to a guy that like saves lives back home and i was just doing like an introductory piece and they interrupted it and like destroyed the event. That's um, so scary. But I just—it's like comedy is like whatever. But it's like, I mean, these people yeah. could, could kill you, right? I mean, they're the crazy people. It was—it was honestly <laughs> insane. Did and cops like just, run in or something? No, because the new school has this thing where, like, apparently terrorists are welcome. Yeah, <laughs> it's free speech. Free speech. So right. I just sat there and honestly was on my phone. I just took out my phone and just started playing like animal crossing or something and while they were doing that and then when (laughs) they finally got tired and left i continued but you can play animal crossing on your phone yeah that story doesn't check out i don't know what it was you know what it was let me tell you what it was (laughs) the story's full of holes let me tell you right now i don't know which part to believe right now let me tell you right now what it was i think it was design home actually all right well, while you're looking, home. oh, design home. Yeah, yeah, you get you you make your own living room and stuff with uh, like couches that you have to buy with with your points. That just sounds Dude, like, a, like, see- like 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 you make like a, like a chore, or like a menial it's, task. It's, it's just I mean, it's, like real life, right. On your phone. <laughs> it sounds like Animal Crossing, but without the animals. Right. <laughs> Joanna, did you say you're Jewish? Just going back to this. To yes, the I, I'm. What's yeah, the problem, yeah, Nick? I'm Jewish. I didn't. Is are there a lot of Jewish people in Venezuela? So after World War II, Ellis Island was like being a little bitch, and uh, Jews, Jews. At Statue of Liberty, what a bitch for real. She was being kind of an asshole, um, and my my family. I think I have some family that made it to the states, but a lot of them like just couldn't make it to the states, and they were like, I mean, Venezuela sounds fine. So they <laughs> they just went there. Right. Um, my grandfather was just just arrived to Coro, not speaking a word of Spanish, and just. And what's interesting is the only passport he has is a Venezuelan passport. He's ninety three, and he speaks like this. He speaks very. He doesn't have. He he has. He does not speak Spanish very well. But he's one hundred percent Venezuelan only, and um. It's actually quite charming. But there's about like, there used to be about 10,000 Jews around there in Caracas. Wow. And, and now that's about like cut by half because of the situation. So you were there how long in Venezuela? Um, so I, I, when did you leave? There, I, so I, I moved back and forth, but I finished high school in Venezuela and then I came here when I was 18. But but we could talk about oh like my uncle was remember mod rehearsal I was like yeah my uncle was, my uncle was thrown in jail yes I could talk about yes yes well you yeah you talked about like stuff like super serious going on in Venezuela all the time and you would say it so casually and we would just kind of be like Joanna like oh my god like are you okay 
like we'd say be like is everything going to be okay and you'd be like yeah like you know it's like right now he's being held and you know we'll see what happens we're like what what you're like mostly white people being like what what i mean do you want to talk about your uncle yeah (laughs) you don't have to do this so it's very okay i'll tell you a funny story which is like a lot of what I love about comedy is that I get to introduce people to the most devastating parts of my life with totally. a joke. Uh, <laughs> so I I was in South Carolina meeting my husband's like grandparents that live there mm. and in the and his uncle owns a zoo and it's not that it's not Tiger King but like that movie. Oh, he's a yeah, no. <laughs> he bought one. He bought a zoo. He, he yeah. Bought, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> Um, and we were on like a ride, like seeing all the animals. And I get a text from like my family chat, which is like, um, your uncle Raudio has been missing for three hours. And I'm like, whoa, what? And in, in this like tour, people are like, and there are the buffalo and the zebras. And everyone's like, I think he might have been murdered, like on his way to work. And I'm just going through this. That is so intense. I'm having having, like an existential breakdown. Also, I'm meeting my my then boyfriend's family like and throughout this whole few days like he was missing we didn't know where he was then we found out he was just being held in jail because of an article he published and um something simple (laughs) yeah and you know he's a journalist in the country that they're not liked and usually they're put in jail and he's in prison for like two years and now he's jesus yeah so uh for not for for nothing i mean he was just he wrote something he published he published a video of like the president getting berated by protesters and then wow. he disappeared the next day. Wow. Did he know? Um, I mean, we, maybe we don't want to talk about this, but did he know that <laughs> did he know that it was going to be something that got him into prison for two years? They had years? so my my cousin, his his son uh is is a well-known photojournalist that is that was the protest journalist basically back home and they have the same name so they knew they were already in danger like they knew that they were very close to one of them being taken away so they had a conversation whether that article should go up and this and my cousin told my uncle like it is our it is our journalistic duty to inform people like we have to publish it and man oh man that happened um, but you know, bringing it back to the quarantine, like this is something that only Venezuelans would understand. And then when I would tell Jared, he'd be like, "Oh my right. God, Joanna, are you okay? Would you like a coffee?" We'd and, all be freaking um, out, right? Exactly. Like we're just but, like you know, I don't know, grew up in New Jersey. Where Jared, have, have, any, have any of your family ever been to prison? Me? Oh no, no, no. What about you? I was trying to think about it. I don't. Some of them should be, but I don't. You know, I don't. Yes, but I shouldn't. I, I, yeah, I shouldn't. No, talk you about know, it. you also don't want to talk about this. I'm glad that the first thing I always bring up about podcasts: who do you know is in jail and why? Let's discuss in detail. That's um, a podcast. My family, yeah, the imprisonments in my family were not as noble as. as oh, they just committed terrible crimes. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll talk about that off mic. I'd like a non-noble imprisonment in my future just to like shake things up, you know? That would be fun. Speaking of (laughs) shaking things up, Joanna, you were on Bill Nye. I want to talk about that. That was a perfect transition. What a flawless. I know. I know. Shaking things up, chemistry, it just came to me. I probably shook up like a soda can or something to demonstrate something. (laughs) Pressure. Yeah. I'm sure there was. Yeah. Yeah, right. They had to demonstrate pressure. Um, 
That show was great, is great. You got hired to be a correspondent on it. And how many, like, how many segments d- d- wound up on Netflix that you, you were in? Was it, was it a... How many seasons? I mean, three, two. Uh, it was it was three seasons, and I right. was like on I think like about six segments, and then like two studio segments or something like that. And um, and so because the, they were mostly kind of produced with you out on your own, right? Doing remotes on your. I mean, did did you have a crew? Did you have writers with you, or were like were was the creative on those largely left up to you, or the show was so, called what? Bill Nye saves the world. Saves the world. Mm-hmm. So I would be I would be sent to. Uh, so first I'd, I'd be sent to the writer's room where the writers sort of explained to me the episode in the grander context of like what the point of the episode was. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll give you an example. We were talking about um, alternative medicine and how a lot of it's, you know, not real. Um, right. So Hydroxychloroquine. Yes. <laughs> yes. What? That. <laughs> That's yeah. that drug that Trump keeps talking about. Oh, oh. yeah. Exactly. Sorry, went over your guys' exactly. heads. Keep going. Um, well, when I think of natural so, medicine, I think of Trump. Well, yeah, that's that's where my when I think of like homeopathy, I think of Trump. Right, right, right. Um. So after like a little intro, I was kind of sent with a writer. And and we had an idea of like what we wanted out of it, but since so, so much of my segment was just me talking to crazy people, um, there's no way to prepare. <laughs> so um, the writers would have like questions that they they thought seemed fit, um, but a lot of it was like just on my feet. Tr- trying to convince yeah. this crazy person that I love what they do. I remember that primary me. crazy person being like, cause you, I think the, your, your first bit was you basically going to not like a massage therapist, but a massage therapist who like, sc- like screams in your face. Right. So Wasn't he's, that a, it? he's a healer. He's healer. a healer who claims he can heal like cancer and Alzheimer's and all these like chronic diseases. Through right. Sounds. <laughs> Through like sa- like literal sound bowls and screaming at the place where the tumor is, right? Not natural sounds, just like, like okay, first sound, like like literally yeah, yeah, yeah. that, right, right, right. Is, is there any <laughs> yeah. science to it at all, or was it just he just no. came up with an idea? It's like, hey, this, this works. So obviously, there's science to like music therapy and how music and sounds can can change our brain in some way and how we feel or how we react to something. Um, and like psychological effects, but when you have something like a tumor on your body, like uh, putting toxic by Britney Spears next to it, isn't going to make it go away. Um, I mean, it'll make you feel better. Let me tell you that. I mean, it'll get you moving at least (laughs) exercise it a bit. I would think it would make it worse. It's toxic. That's right. Oh. Did you use that? that? Yes. Did, did you? Yeah. Was that? Is that your first joke? Damn, I didn't. I missed that. I missed that opportunity. I missed that opportunity. How dare I? Um, it sounds like. But I, right, I, right. Like, how? Go ahead, Nick. I haven't watched the show. I didn't realize you were on the show. But it it, uh, it sounds like you were kind of like a, a Daily Show correspondent kind of thing. Basically, mm-hmm. she was. Like yeah, yeah. With, uh, crazy it was. People. It was basically that, um, except with like. Crazy people and well, I guess the Daily Show they they um, interview politicians, so that makes sense. But then I also did like segments with animals and scientists, which scientists are my favorite people in the world. I think they're they they're not afraid to say they're wrong 
a lot of the times. Like, right. the whole job is to be like, this is my hypothesis. It isn't like, this is my opinion and I stand by it. It's like, this is my hypothesis and let me test it. And I right, I like that. That, that is kind of the opposite of like most people. Yeah, and I just right. think that mentality <laughs> is what we need in the world right now. I agree Do with you that. Do you have a background in science? I have zero background in science the, the i do not know how i got cast in this show like i love studying and school and reading but i have no i don't know why they chose me still what they was nye like like it was nye like how sciencey is he like is or is he sciencey. mostly like entertainer person so he gets a lot of flack for no reason for like not being a scientist and being an engineer, but he's he's very passionate. <laughs> Who are these people nailing Bill Nye? Like, I oh yeah, sure. Crazy. Take the science out of your name, Bill. Get real. Just an Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he was a train engineer, right? Uh, uh, aero, uh, um, airplane. Oh, he was airplane. Like, toot toot. He was. An Did he say engineer. toot toot? At any point, all the time. Mm. I want to. I want to show you guys something because me and him we text uh, pretty regularly. Whoa, that's really cool. That is huge. I didn't know that. Yeah, this is like the one cool thing about me. That (laughs) and like almost and like my my jail family. So check out. Those are two big things. (laughs) I, I text Bill. I'm like, hi, Bill. I hope you're doing okay and staying safe. Thinking of you. And he says, I'm sheltered and self-quarantined. Been nice, really. No travel. Have enough lettuce and kale in the garden to live for a few more weeks. Soon, though, half of us in California will be sick. And the rest of them, or us, will be going stir-crazy. Speaking of crazy, how are you doing? Because that's crazy. <laughs> Was this all one text? Yeah. That's a long text. text. Wow. He likes, he likes good communication, not like light communication, you know? That's it's why he's a science communicator. <laughs> Jared, who is the most famous person you regularly text with? Regularly text with? Uh, I mean, my dad had that show at UCB. He's famous. <laughs> what about you? Um, jeez. Well, you have that. You had that show at UCB, Jared. <laughs> That's that's you. Yeah, yeah. That's for that's sadly how we judge uh, fame, at least by people we know. UCB. Yeah, yeah UCB. Shows you think that place is going to exist in, in like when we come back to real life or now? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, it seems really I think pretty unlikely. much every theater is, I don't know, like gone. I I, I just don't see it happening. We can get more oh. into this in in our in our depressing second half. Uh, I love depression. <laughs> Nick, how how are we on time? Um, we have a. We I guess we should wrap up this segment. Yeah. Let me have one more question here. Okay, one sure. more. Cute. Joanna, the one thing I'm intrigued because you do a lot of comedy in Spanish and English. Would you say that's fair? Uh that's correct. And is there any uh, core difference between the two other than the obvious? I mean, is there any sense of like yeah. you want to? You know, because obviously you're doing stand-up, it's so meticulous, you need to hit words exactly, you know, emphasize words at the right point. I mean, are you in a different mindset when you're speaking Spanish or English when you're doing comedy, or is it truly just the same? No, it's completely different. I ha- It almost feels like I have to, it almost feels like I'm two people. Because in English, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, English is, has such a great economy of words. You can say mm. so much with so little. Um, there's, you know, 
irony and sarcasm is so clear to communicate. Um, also, English is kind of universal, at least the English I speak. Everyone that speaks English can pretty much understand. It's boring. It's just there. Um, in Spanish, you need a lot more words to say the same thing. My accent is very thick. I have a very thick Venezuelan accent. Mm -hmm. And I use words that I I are, I I was usually an, unaware that only Venezuelans use. So I have to universalize Ooh. my my comedy in Spanish um, a little bit. And, but mostly in Spanish, like set up punchlines just take longer. So you need, in my for me, I need to like inject so much more energy and like body movements and like face just to fill up the space because it takes me like twice as much time to tell you the setup to the, to the punchline um would you go as far as to say that you prefer doing comedy in english for that reason or or prefer i do i yeah. i do i mean it depends on the audience when i know the audience that i'm performing to in spanish i i i know how to do it in english you can throw me in any audience and i can sort of figure it out um mm. i it's incredible how i i always say a fish doesn't know it it's in water and i didn't know that my spanish was so itself and so right. uh venezuelan and and not completely universal until i had to leave and right. my english is just it's just the most boring version <laughs> So every, you know, it's right. Have, it's have you crazy. performed live for Venezuelans, like an exclusive yeah. Venezuelan crowd? Yeah, a big ass crowd, and it went really great because I wasn't thinking about the double meanings of words. Like, for example, the a word for my word for jacket means condom in Mexico, and mm. that can I guess condom really is kind of a jacket. The, that <laughs> it's a little jacket. <laughs> it's a little penis it's a jacket. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> jacket <laughs> yeah. oh that, that that might be the root word that's what it is for yeah um but in it with a fully venezuelan audience i i can use those words and i'm not like hesitant you know right what is the venezuelan right. word for jacket that means condom eh, chaqueta chaqueta means condom where yeah in mexico <laughs> and they use chamarra for jacket that's so funny because uh I've always heard chaqueta for jacket too. I guess just from textbooks though. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but you can't say chaqueta. Like, huh. uh, yeah, there's so many words like that, unfortunately. Like, my word for straw means penis for most places. It, it all goes back to penis. Everything right. means a penis in some place else. So yeah, were you telling a joke at one point saying like, you know, oh, and then like before I had sex, he had to put on the chaqueta and then everyone was like, he put a jacket on before you fucked? Like was that, did someone, <laughs> did someone stand up and say like, wait a minute, th th this isn't working or like, did, did, did you, did you tell a joke? What, what's that? When it would be the opposite? It would be the opposite. Because, hmm. uh, can you imagine Whatever. Then he put on a condom to <laughs> right. go outside? Right, right, right. It was snowing outside, so he put on a condom, right. <laughs> Um, I do like did you did you fuck it up in real time? I fucked it up in real time all the time uh, <laughs> all the time like um I'm trying to think of a specific oh uh oh okay, so the word for angry for me means horny for it's a lot of other it's always sex they always yes. mean sex 
and this, with these my, Mexicans are horny. That's what we're learning. <laughs> and I was. They I like jackets, this, sex, and jackets. I lived. I lived with very, very. I lived near this very sweet Colombian couple, who mm. were like older, and I, I like, I was like, oh yeah, this rain has me a bit angry, but it, what they heard was <laughs> this rain has me a bit horny, and I didn't realize what happened until years later, like. Yeah. And did they say like the rain? The rain's making you feel that yeah. way? And you were like, just, Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. They just they went like, silent and, and like looked at each other. Oh, yeah. Joanna, it's raining. It's raining. You know what that um all right. Well, wonderful. On that horny, rainy note, uh let's take a break, right, Nick? How do you feel? Yeah, yeah let's take a break and come back and talk about the bad stuff, which is Oh, we everything. haven't been doing that? <laughs> no, not quite, not yet, but we will. Welcome back, everybody, to Bad Stuff. Uh, I am here with my co-host, Nick Ramirez, and our special guest, Joanna Hausman. And the bad stuff uh, for this episode is the global pandemic. Yeesh. This is bad. Real bad. I mean, Joanna, we were we were going to do, I think, getting a new social security card. Yeah. I don't need, Is that yeah. even going to be... Is that going to be something that ever ends up... Ha- I mean, are we going to have cards it. in the future? Is, 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 is this really great? I, I was dreading. I was truly dreading having to go to the social security <laughs> office. And I, I am like dreaming of the day I go to that dumb building and stand in line and have someone angrily make me fill out a bunch of forms. Like we'll I be honestly, there. We'll, we'll be there with mics. We'll, we'll do it anyway. Okay, thank God. Uh, I, wa- I want to experience that with you. But uh, um, it all just feels so like not, not relevant. Like everything that mattered before doesn't matter. That's actually a very perfect and succinct way of saying it. Right. Um, it, it It's almost like they took away everything you thought was going to happen and replaced it with nothing. Right. It changes your perspective in a good way, I feel like. You're like, oh, okay. Like, the, the, the way this bad stuff is good. I mean, it's bad for, for obvious reasons, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you can't go anywhere, do anything. People are losing their jobs. People are dying. It's It's bad for bad reasons. But I guess the, 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 the positive is that it does make you change your perspective on everything. You're home. You're with kind of probably people, only people you care about are the people that you're in physical contact. You know, you kind of reframe your sense of what your relationships are in life and like who you care about and like what is actually important. It's kind of like this forced yeah. reflection for uh, yeah, everybody. I've been talking to people on zoom and 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 uh, text message way more than i used to i was i was always so bad at like connecting with people uh, right reaching out to people and now it's it's gotten a little bit better for me do you guys get a little bit of the sense like all of a sudden people coming out the woodwork going like well we got a facetime and it's like look yeah. are we ha- i haven't talked to you in months now you want a facetime <laughs> <laughs> um, i know i'm saying I, the opposite of what i just said but still i i i it, i i think i'm that person I'm <laughs> you're that person I'm, are people face are you facetiming cold you can't do that right I face no. cold all the time I do it all the time and you no do. one picks up and then they text me they're like hey I'm in the middle of something and I'm like, you're <laughs> a dirty liar that's like showing up at someone's door and just knocking on the door and saying hey can I come in that is like kicking the door down well that's kind of what me. I want to do 
Honestly, I want to go to everyone's house after this. I just want to come over and just be like, hey, can I just like sit everywhere and high five the fuck out of you? Like, <laughs> Right. Can we just hold hands for like 90 minutes? Yeah, what, I'm down. What's your, uh, what's you your know, food situation, Joanna? What are you doing for food? So, How are you surviving? So I, so I was quarantined in my apartment f- with my husband um, for two weeks. And then we realized that we it might end in divorce so so my parents after we finished that quarantine they were like hey we're gonna go to our house in western mass um and like that's where you are western mass i'm in western mass we've been here for three uh, over three weeks we haven't left the house we get our food delivered here um did you fly or drive was it scary getting there we we drove we drove and it was crazy because we were going down the highway and the highway has these signs that say like stay at home and i feel like <laughs> like, the, like what are you doing i just wanted, I just wanted <laughs> to yell i just wanted to yell out the window like i'm heading to my other home like the one to justify do you know what i mean um, yeah no that that, that would but, scare me cuz at a certain point they were like look if you live in new york Like, don't, you can't, like, even if you want to leave, you can't leave kind of thing. It just, it got to a point also where, um, I, we live in a, I mean, everyone in New York is going through this, so I'm incredibly lucky, but it just got to a point where I, if if, those two weeks I was going stir crazy and Mm. there were cases in our building that were positive and, um, just, just like being in the building and throwing away my trash just felt like I could get sick um right and this was before this was like this was before this actually hit the fan that i left um and i feel a little guilty that i did i feel like i left (laughs) the city by itself um but it's 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 been i think for me it's been quite wonderful to be with my family like in in this situation my mom's an incredible cook so the first question was how's the food it's incredible my mom cooks and oh amazing the best the best thing i've in my i'm so happy um (laughs) but i think one thing i was talking to my creative partner about was like for the first time in my life i don't have any distractions and i also there's no expectations and that liberty of no distractions and no expectations has weirdly made me feel has I've imposed a lot of structure on my days and on my productivity. Yeah. And it's been kind of rewarding to you, see that I am capable of being a productive person under these ridiculous conditions. Right. That's interesting. A, do you have a, a job that you're working on or are you just working on your own projects? I'm working on my own projects. I'm working on my like YouTube channel and uh, I've shot a video for comedy central and i'm shooting another video for another platform so like basically producing stuff did you have uh, stuff going on because i had some projects going on and then like the people would call me and they were like just it's i can't we're not please i'll talk to you in five months i'm sorry goodbye Jared, I got a, so I had a couple projects that if I before this pandemic pandemic happened, if they had called me to say it had been canceled, I probably would have been devastated. But right. I was like on my drive here, and they called me, and I'm like, it's fine. I don't care. 
Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Don't no, I know. Joke. I know. It was same. It was I, like I, I was like, oh great, my dream's over. Good, good. Stay safe. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I feel the same way. Nick, what about you? What What's going on with you? Did, yeah. you, did you consider piecing out or what? Yeah. What's Peace up? Out. Oh, I. You know, I thought about going to Texas to stay with my family, but. I wouldn't want to stay with my parents because they're, <laughs> you know, they're older. They, uh, I would just be too worried about transmitting any kind of disease to them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but my my sister said I could stay with her, but I didn't want to like, I, I didn't, I felt like that would just be, it would lead to. That's tough. Siblings living time. with siblings. Yeah, right. Sibling and <laughs> also her husband. You know, oh, I, her I, husband. I wanna, oh, that's I right. I didn't want to like get under his skin, you know, like, or her skin too. But also, I just figured I'd have a better time up here by myself, to be honest. <laughs> and you're not, and you're not breaking down mentally. You're you're keeping it together. No. Yeah. I guess you, know, you seem good. like a guy who would thrive by I'm himself. A loner. Yeah. Right. And I I uh, I've been uh you know having like Zoom meetings with, like scheduling. I'm playing Settlers of Catan with some friends tonight. <laughs> I have a question. How many of you knew the concept of Zoom before this? We uh we use Zoom I, I guess at my I, work, so I, I've, been, I, I've been using it for years now. I, I I I didn't really. I thought it was all about Google these days, and now all of a sudden, Google video chat, which I thought was king, reigned supreme in this arena, is yeah. now like no no one uses. I feel like Why, Zoom is, is like I don't know. Is there some advantage people... to Zoom? I don't really get it. I think it's that you can add like. Hundreds of like people. a million people. Mm. Yeah, mm. like I'm giving a lecture series and it's all through Zoom and it's like, oh, 400 people can just join. So you've had those where you, where you look at it like a million squares? Yeah, it's in, it's incredibly frightening. And have you re- have you read all that shit about like you could easily like hack into it? Like none, none yeah. of these conversations are, are private whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like on top of me being afraid of a virus, like a virus on my computer is likely already there. Right, right, right. Like the little life that you are allowed to have is like hacked. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. You guys still use... Do you ever use Google Hangouts now or FaceTime? I, I it do. It kind of depends on the group that I'm, Sometimes, that I'm hanging out yeah, with. Sometimes, like, yeah. It's Everybody seems to have a strong preference, but I, I, I can't even really tell the difference. I think people like Zoom a lot because you can change the background. Oh, yeah. yeah that is fun. I still haven't, you have to like have an extension or something, right? I tried to do it and I couldn't. Yeah, yeah I know. I tried to do it a lot. Let's see. What else is good? Yeah, thing, go ahead, Nick. Though, is I, I got, I've been like trying to do improv at UCB for like 10 years now almost. I oh, my God. I finally got put on a Lloyd team. You did it, Nick. Congra- <laughs> did I congr- congratulate you in person yet? I don't remember, but... I, well, we good job. Show. I we guess did one show, <laughs> and then the next week the theater shut down, probably no. forever. <laughs> well, that's ev- that's uh, oh. everybody, right? I mean, every every Harold team. I mean, Maud Maud only had like I directed a Maud team for the first time in a while, and then like that was the last show the team ever had. So of course I'm like I'm normally gonna... self conscious about it, and I'm like, oh shit, did I like do? I hope I did a good job because like that's the last show they'll ever have. Because my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, my, you had Ma too, right? Yeah, yeah, we we had like two shows, I think, and then we wrote and rehearsed an entire third show, and we 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 did all of our rehearsals, and then yeah, the it was like that Monday was the first Monday that was canceled. 
at the theater. Jeez. Oh, no. And my so little sketch that I wrote for that show was all about somebody in a coma. And I'm thinking, well, there's no way I can ever do a coma sketch now. No, you can't. That's right. You wrote a killer ventilator sketch. <laughs> um, listen, all of us have had stuff canceled. Oh, taken sure. away from us. I'm not complaining, um, really. Like, Nick, no, shut no, up is, is what we're trying to say. No, <laughs> I like I like hearing other people's because then it feels like it's less me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that it's true. Com- that made me feel comparatively better. <laughs> no. It- <laughs> I mean, what do we what do we think about theaters and comedy and how that's going to shake out? Because I'm thinking like my take on restaurants is we are going to that industry is going to be completely fucked. The point that when it comes back, like most small business restaurants that we love and go to on a regular basis are just going to be turned into like equivalents of McDonald's and Chipotle. And like because they'll be the only things that could survive after the fact. And then we'll be living in this like weird kind of limbo where it's like all kind of either fast food or like corporation restaurants. And then it's going to be like way later before small businesses can actually like create (laughs) fucking restaurants that can sustain themselves. And I feel like it's kind of the same with theaters, right? I feel like Like, if it's all Taco Bell, that's, hey. You're cool with that if if every restaurant is Taco Bell? Yeah, I guess in a certain way it, it is fun. No, but like, and then I feel like it's the same thing with theaters where it's like you're going to have, you know, every single small independent. I mean, I guess a theater by definition is small and independent. But I mean, like, what, how is there going to be a comedy club other than, like, Caroline's for, like, all of 2020? I mean, <laughs> it never made sense that they existed in the first place because they weren't right. making any money right. <laughs> from selling right. tickets. So I think they'll work their way. I, think I've, I, think, I don't think people are going to be afraid to be around each other forever. Yeah. And yeah, but even if they're afraid for the next six to eight months, isn't that enough to like fundamentally change society? <laughs> or am I being too uh, like uh, crazy? Am I a crazy person? I think I think that um, when we're in a situation, it all seems way. It's like when you're in the hole, the o- the opening seems like it's very far away, but then right. you're outside of it, and you look down, you're like, okay, that was fine. I mean, it sucked, but like we're out. Right. Like so I'm freaking out. I'm exaggerating a little bit. I feel like there, there's going to be there's going there's a lot of businesses are going to suffer, but I think there's going to be a renaissance afterwards, and there's going to be some new format or some new way to have these sort of comedy uh, venues and restaurant. Like there's there's going to be a new. We're not. A, I don't know what the solution is, but I think there's going to be creative solutions to a lot of these things that we're not aware of yet. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I think, think people have like. Jack White always said, limitations <laughs> made him more creative. Like, limitations made him more creative. He had right. three instruments and three colors for his album art, and that was it. And, like, we're going to be limited, and businesses are going to be limited, and so people are just going to have to become incredibly creative with the way that they continue surviving and how businesses continue surviving. And we've mm. seen it. I, it's very funny because Venezuelans, um, we, you know, we've dealt with scarcity for, we've already been through a pandemic. We've been through scarcity. <laughs> people couldn't leave their house cause it was dangerous. Um, people are dispersed over the world. So everyone knew about like Google Hangouts and FaceTime. We've right. like, understood this whole thing and businesses like tanked back home. And then there were resurgences of other businesses that took place, took the place of others like home, home. Right. Created opportunity for certain people. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, it, 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 trying to make light of a bad situation. Right. I think there will be a resurgence of new stuff. Hmm. Nick, also, what, what, what's your prediction for the future? Go ahead, Joanna, go. I think, sorry, I just think there's also too many rich people in the arts that, like, all of these places will close down. That's right. They'll just give everybody a million dollars. That's true. I didn't think That's about it. that. Yeah. How about you, Nick? <laughs> yeah. I, well, like we were talking about UCB, I can't imagine UCB coming back in that big theater that no. nobody likes. Right. <laughs> the rent is astronomical. <laughs> right. So I figured, like... They were barely maybe, surviving before. Right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, 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 but I do think that there will be uh comedy theaters or theaters well there will be comedy, comedy theaters comedy. but like joanna's saying like you know it'll give everybody an opportunity to kind of like okay now i'm the you know whatever ucb in town or like yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll, all of a sudden a new place but even if it's a brand new place uh you know that's that's pretty big in, in, in my world or in my brain i mean i don't know yeah just even if it's a new order as opposed to no order i think that's I don't know. Wild. It's yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. Honestly, it's yeah. it's. You know well, Easter. We're good by Easter, right? Everybody's gonna get back gonna, to normal. We're gonna be good That's by Sunday. Easter. We're gonna be good by Easter. <laughs> um, Easter. Yeah. Is Easter big for you guys? By the way. No, we're Jewish both Jewish. The, oh, isn't you forgot that the resurrection Jewish. of Christ? Or something? <laughs> yes. Yes. Isn't that all about Christ or whatever? That you're both Jewish. We're not huge. Jesus fans, you know. No, well, I'm not do, either. I'm with you. Come on, Nick. You love Jesus. You talk about Jesus all the time. No, you know what, man? Fuck Jesus. Whoa! Finally, you said it on mic. Wow. <laughs> um, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Easter used to be really big for me when I was a kid, but it didn't. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think just because you'd get like Easter in terms of ch- church or, or like eggs no, no and candies, church. we just go hunt for eggs and stuff. Mm, yeah. Mm. And it's not Bunnies. like Christmas where it outlasts childhood, was, I guess. Was the bunny, was that just a pure oh, invention? Uh, Jared's stand up routine. Here's my stand up on bunnies. No, genuine question. <laughs> did that, did, did they just come up with that or what? Is that just, is there any actual connection? Like it's Two a pseudo religious. Well, or whatever. No, is the I was the bunny probably, chosen for a Bible reason? No, I yeah. think it's probably all connected to like old rituals, old like springtime rituals or something. Like that's the my, old. Stuff? That's my guess. Yeah, like pre pre uh, pre Jesus stuff. The same way right. like Christmas has nothing to, like Santa Claus has nothing to do with Jesus either. Or it might just be corporations like Nestle. Like yo, you know, it'd be cute chocolate <laughs> rabbits. Jesus. Let's just like market it. That's what they did with Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo was just made in the US in the 80s. It's not an actual. <laughs> corona actual... beer made that. I, now I have to say beer after I say Corona. Now you have to say All my Corona materials ruined. Yo, you know that like, you know who's having a bad time? Corona. The beer. Oh my yeah. God. They, their sales are down by like 30% or something because people think it's correlated. It's so funny. It's like you, you, you say that and. and it is so stupid. And I think about that like, wait, what? Because the word, people don't want to drink the word that they think will get them sick. How stupid could you be? And then, of course, you turn around and it's like, well, I mean, you know, give me a Coors Light. I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to drink a Corona. You know, like it's so, it's like, it's so stupid, but makes sense at the same time. I don't know. Well, it's it's like, just super I unfortunate. Don't I don't want to see the name. Right. 
and drinking it. You know, like it's yeah. like I don't want to put Corona inside me. Wow. <laughs> it's too bad. It did. It's too bad that wow. the COVID thing didn't come first. COVID, yeah, right? Yeah, because no, no one, no thing's called COVID nineteen. Yeah. What's your guys's go to? Cor- do I you say says Corona anymore? Do you say Corona? Do you say COVID? Do you say what's your go-to description of the virus? I started saying I, COVID because you say COVID just sounds weird. It's I, I don't know. I have a really bad habit of saying coronavirus like Cardi B, like coronavirus, like that's how I say it. <laughs> I'm not fucking a, a bad so habit. Bad. It's a terrible <laughs> habit. I'm like, hey, Dad, what do you think? Of, like, like. Uh, What's the what's the amount of coronavirus incidents around here? Like it doesn't, it's horrible. Right. I, but it's like a moment of like you need a little bit of light to combat all the darkness. So, yes. Thank you, Cardi B. Why? Thank why you, is Cardi the B. Spanish word used to describe the virus. I don't think it's a Spanish word. I think it's it's, it's so. I think it's just it's a medical term for. My understanding oh, is that it's because it the, the it's shaped like a crown. The the bacteria yeah. or the virus? I, I it's a virus, not a bacteria. People really had a lot of sorry, fun with that. Sorry, Bill Nye. Sorry, Bill Nye. Um, <laughs> sorry, Bill. Text Bill about this. Te- hey, so sorry. Um, um didn't it, everybody went nuts with that like picture of the virus? You know, like the like you just said, Nick, like the sphere with the with the little thing sticking out of it. Yeah, I went nuts with that thing. You went nuts with that. No, but I just I just see it everywhere, and I'm thinking like, oh, uh, okay, what is this? This is the virus. I I, I don't. It's, it's nothing to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like expecting us to just accept that that's a picture of the virus. Yeah, stay away from if you see this thing. <laughs> right? Is that just you when you look at it in a microscope? That's what you see. Is that what they're trying to tell me? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't I know why they're trying to tell you that, but I think that's what they're telling you. I think it it does give I think it does give some type of peace to see something that looks so dumb. Right. You know? Like oh, right. I'm scared of this abstract concept, but look how fucking stupid it looks. Well, and also so I think I, it gives like Republican types like to be like there it is, there's the enemy. Fuck yeah. you, Corona. Like yeah, you can so you, nice. putting a face on it. Yeah, well, you know, they've done it to immigrants for long enough. So I think that a virus is a good uh, right. distraction right now. Right, right. Although, as you said, Nick, it's in Spanish still. So, you know. <laughs> right. It is racist. The whole thing's racist. Um, uh, yeah, Nick, go ahead. I was going to ask you, what, uh, Joanna, what are some of the, the best meals you've had in quarantine? Mm, that sounds oh, good. Man. So my mom makes like uh, all these Venezuelan dishes, like pabellón is minced meat, rice, beans, mm. and plantain. She brought a bunch of frozen plantains, and we have a big like freezer, and it's just full of plantains. <laughs> I am a huge, um, huge plantain fan. I love it. It's a little bit of it's a little bit of sweet in a savory it. dish. Um, I think that's the number one food i've had are you um, going to rape us is she making a rapist oh arepas we do arepas every morning um it's every really... morning oh my god yeah i know it's, it's i feel like minute. i'm just cycling between like eggs cereal and pasta like i got a mm-hmm. terrible kind of just vicious cycle that i'm in that i can't shake I've been although i did make instant recently pot. i what you instapot i've been using my instant pot more than i ever mm. had before I thought and you what's said just pot 
I thought that was the only thing you said. <laughs> right, right. I consume weed and then I go to sleep. Um, what uh, What do you throw in there? Just a ton of meat, Nick? You throwing meat in the pot? Yeah, just meat. Yeah, just, just meat. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> I've been just looking at breastfeeds, and then like when I, I I go to the grocery store once or once or twice a week, maybe, and I'll pick out a, I'll shop for that recipe, and then What's make it? it in the pot, and like yeah, have it for a week or so in the freezer. What's the grocery store in New York like right now? Oh boy, I, mean, I have one right across the street from me, and it's not terrible. It's it's a uh, decent sized grocery store, and uh, people are keeping their distance. Mine's they at first, but now they aren't. Mine's fine, and it is well stocked. But you do get this sense of like kind of you know super urgency when you're in there. Everybody's yeah, kind of like looking at each other, and everybody's uneasy, and everybody's like wearing gloves and kind of like you know someone drops up that they like, what happened? Why'd you do that? Everyone's just like very high strung about it's like they have those shopping. Like you should be at home right now. So <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. In Western Mass, this is like a rural area, and and everyone here is so polite and nice. And I went to the grocery store uh, for like one big buying spree, you know, where you just like take everything. Right, I I do like two weeks um, worth. Mm-hmm. So I went, and this place is usually full of like the kindest people, and like, oh please go ahead. It's like, oh how you look lovely today. And mm-hmm. it became a grocery store in New York because of mm-hmm. this virus. Like, everyone's an asshole and no one wants to look at you. And, like, like I got yelled at, like, for for touching the avocados to see if they were ripe. And um, <laughs> it, it just, it just, like, it, that's something I really miss is just nice interactions with people I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. everyone's an enemy right now. And that's a hard yeah, with the place mask? to be at. Because I have to walk my dog every day, so I so I see people all the time, and I I like I'll not everyone's wearing masks, but some people are, and I've started doing it too. There was that one day where they were the CDC, I think, changed their mind, and then it was like yeah. it went from like ten percent to seventy percent of people wearing masks. And the thing is, like, you can't smile at people when you're wearing a mask. Like, mm. no, you can smile, but nobody. Like, there was this kid being cute and like running around, and I think the mom was like don't run around. You're going to make everybody angry. And I wanted to smile at them and say, no, I'm happy to see a kid running around. But I right. smiled and they just saw some scary man in a mask. Right. You can't come over with your dog and say hi to a kid. That's like, you're, that's like a crime. That's like murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a crime. That's a crime. <laughs> yeah. I'm usually going over with my dog to little kids and I, now yeah, I'm you're usually it's telling the kid to come over, pet the dog nice and slow and you're grinning to yourself. And normally it's totally fine. Nobody oh eats my, my candy anymore. <laughs> this went dark so quickly. You I'm get... just going to observe. I'm just going to be a passive observer to this bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it is uh, It is scary. I'm trying Somebody... to do like a... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say Joanna brought up pot. Jared, she did. You're a famous pothead. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but sure. Yeah, I enjoy. No, I'm just kidding. Cheech and nope. Chong and Jared. Yeah, that's a new series that we're cut. That was one of my projects we had to suspend. I said, "Are you kidding me? Did you tell Cheech? I'll call Chong." No, um, no, I'm at, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm I've stopped because of. Uh, you know, because you're not supposed to really, because it's, you know, you, it's the respiratory disease and they're telling you like, you know, it, you're more susceptible to it or it's, 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 you're at a higher risk if you're 
if you're inhaling any kind of smoke, which I think makes obvious sense. But I don't know. It's weird because there's the other side of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's the other side of it where people, you know, are like, well, I'm alone in my house with nothing to do. I can't wait to get high. But now, you know, it's I don't know. I think it's kind of dangerous. I mean, of course, you know, there's ways around it. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, you Mm -hmm. could put it into food. That always works. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, the smoke... Uh, you know, a little bit. I try. Okay. It's I'm not I'm not as big of a fan of that, so it's hard for me. I don't know. I always gotta. It's hard to ration it out sometimes when you're putting it in stuff. Joanna, what about? Are you? Yeah. What's your? Are you got an opinion pothead? on this? Am I what? A famous pothead? I'm not. I'm not. Um, I, I, I have not um done any of those substances. <laughs> I did. I did bring some gummies that i bought like a year ago right uh, wow you saved them for a year well yes i it was for a special occasion and i was like one day these will come in handy and i'm waiting for the opportunity where my parents are like yeah i i think i'd be okay trying this (laughs) um you think they'll just say that out of nowhere or are they aware of them I know. I think I, I need to bring it up, but I you have to leave them on a table or something. I I don't know how to bring it up. <laughs> Just I don't have them I've tell them trying. you're on a when you're making a, a rape. Go, yeah, grab the arapus and then it, oh no, I grabbed this by mistake. Don't look, and then you just kind of start what a conversation. It? Yeah, because I I don't know what they like. I really don't know how they would feel about it. You know. I I couldn't. I would never. I, I couldn't bring my parents into it. It would be too... I feel like now with coronavirus, I feel like they're like, well, might as well, you know? <laughs> Do you guys it's drink? also legal here in Massachusetts. Oh, that's cool. Do you ever drink with your parents? All the time. Every yeah. night. Really? Every night, wow. Wait, what, why really? Well, like, I just don't... Uh, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I just don't. I, I, I mean, you know, my you mom will have a glass of wine or something. Well, my dad is had, you know, was basically an alcoholic, so he doesn't drink anymore. He's been sober for, like, 25 years. But, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, my mom, uh, you know, she's just not really that into it, and so... Yeah, we don't really. I'm always kind of taken aback by people who like go to their bar, like go to a bar with their parents. I'm always like, "What?" But I know it's totally normal. I mean, it's not. I'm the weird one. Oh yeah, I do that with my parents all the time. <laughs> we just love go. We love bar hopping in New York. <laughs> man, so oh man! Fun. I can't tell if you're joking or not. No, no, not? you're serious, right? You go yeah. bar hopping with your parents. Well, like we'll go, What's... like we'll go to a museum, and then we're like, let's have a drink, and then yeah, we're like, mm, okay. let's go to like another place. Oh, let's go to a restaurant. Oh, there's a cool place around the corner that plays jazz. We can have a drink there too. Like, and does it get weird if your parents are drunk, or is it like whatever? It's I just know. like when friends get drunk. We just get tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess That's that makes it. sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get tired at the end. You don't like. <laughs> Get drunk until you're puking with your family or anything. Yeah, do you puke all over your parents or no? I have I have puked <laughs> once. We we went we went out for drinks. I went out to, for drinks with my mom and we went to a place that served margaritas and like three margaritas and I was like, oh no! And I went into the bathroom and I threw up and I was hoping she didn't notice and then she came into the bathroom and she was like, are oh. you fucking vomiting? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I had too much and she's like, you had three. <laughs> she's shaming you yeah. <laughs> you can't hold your liquor that's so funny like if my mom yeah. saw me puking she'd like call 911 or something it wouldn't there would be no she'd freak i think i don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe not maybe not maybe she'd be like good for you hotted 
well, yeah, probably. We, so we have two segments that we do at the end of this part of the show. We do. Mm-hmm. How, are we gonna? Does, do they make sense anymore, sense. Nick? <laughs> well, tips and tricks, I think, make sense. Well, you want to do a you want to do an abbreviated rating? I guess the. I mean, I don't it's know. Like it feels like distasteful to rate. <laughs> <laughs> to rate a deadly virus as it's killing people? Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, no, yeah, that's right. Part of the fun was like, is it really that bad to call someone for customer service? But but yeah, if we did that with coronavirus, yeah, no, I agree. Let's not do that. What we should do, I agree, yeah. was what you were saying is one of our very famous segments called Tips and Tricks, where we essentially come up with uh, any tips, tricks, hacks, uh, that we could use in a bad stuff situation to make the bad stuff good. Maybe so for season two, we should call it tips and tricks and hacks because we always tend to encourage people to give hacks. <laughs> well, does okay. tips and tricks and hacks, does that have as good of a ring to it as tips and tricks? Was tips and tricks that great to begin with? Tips and tricks. Yeah, I guess you're right. Tip, tips okay. and tricks, tips and we'll, tricks we'll talk, and hacks. We'll take, we'll take it offline. Okay. Yeah. 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 Off mic. We'll argue about it for yeah, a half hour. My my, ear, my AirPods are running out of bat. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the classic excuse. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> I need to get the hell out of here. Oh yeah, my AirPods are running low. Um, Joanna, do you, do, do you have what if you had to go with one or two go-to tips for getting through this? I mean, what, what, what do you hacks. got? Or tricks or hacks? So I think one thing is scheduling days where you don't shame yourself for not doing anything so being Mm. like tomorrow i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna push myself to do anything like it's fine for me to have a day where i just exist i feel like people are adopting that for like the whole pandemic like (laughs) like i hear people saying like do not feel like you have to be productive and i'm like oh you mean for like the day like joanna just said they're like no for the whole fucking thing. Okay, yeah. well then, then, but then I guess contrary. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, I, I do mean, have yeah. another little tip and trick. Every morning, I email uh, two friends my to-do list of the day, and it can be anything from like, even just clean my email or make my bed, just stuff I'm gonna tell myself I'm gonna do, and I send it out into the ether, mm. and it really helps me feel better. These are real. These aren't jokes. These are no, real. no, no. That's we want real. We want real. Um. But so, like, so, you, so you email it to two the same two friends every day? Every morning, yeah. And do, you, do uh, they write back or do they send you there? They read it. So we don't pressure each other. We just want other people to know what we're up to. So we feel – and what, just writing it down and send it, sending yeah. it, it's I, like I have it here. I'm like, oh, I need to do this thing. That's crazy. I forgot I, I had to do that. And I already wrote it somewhere that I had to. And it's helped me sort of get stuff done. And on my to-do list is sometimes go for a run or go for a jog or like watch Tiger King. Right. That's cool. Nick, what about you? Um, I've been, I, what are my tips and tricks? Have a dog, I guess. Have a dog. Right, yeah. right. Pre-existing tip and trick. So cute. Go back in time, get a dog. It's been really nice having, uh, having my dog here. And also, she uh, always wants attention when I'm on a Zoom meeting. So she makes everybody else happy too, because... <laughs> She shows up and then everyone starts making those noises that Joanna was just making. <laughs> so Nick, you know shelters are empty now. I'm so sorry, but you know, so many shelters are empty because so many people want to adopt dogs. Yeah, that's good. Right? Wow, yeah. for company. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, good if they dogs. follow through like a like an actual dog owner and don't just aren't just desperate for company. That's, that's true. true. 
I'll be watching yeah. all of these people to make sure they I'll treat their dogs right. <laughs> no, I've had my dog for five years now. She's not. Oh, okay, okay. We're it's good. a serious relationship. It's a pre-pandemic, <laughs> pre-pandemic dog. Um, yeah, God, uh, tips and tricks, hacks. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, I've been hearing a lot. Some I don't like. You know, some talk about wearing, putting on real pants, you know, when you don't have to. I say, mm-hmm. fuck that one. Fuck real pants. I mean, <laughs> how long we got this going on? Three months? Wear shitty pants the whole time. I don't, I go act like a complete slob. How often are you going to get to do this? You know, I mean, I get your personality though. Like if, if you're like a motivated type person that can get stuff done, uh, no matter what, then don't worry about the pants. You need but it, pants to, to 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 make yourself to do work. I, psychologically, I just, psychologically, you're like, oh, I'm I mean, I get that, clothes. right? Right? No, I get that. I get that. But I, to to me, it's like, go, you know, go for it. Like take take your showers at noon. Uh, you know, just eat whenever. I I, I just t- take I advantage of the. You know, it, you get to be a weird introverted slob for a good three months, and no one will judge you. And I say go I, for it. I've been working from home for almost ten years now. So right, right. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, right. So you like kind it. of you kind of already are are doing what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, I, I've been a weird introverted slob for <laughs> since 2012. So can I can, can I just add one uh, tip Please. and trick after what it. Jared said about pants? Mm. I wear overalls every day. It's like a merge between nice pants and shitty pants Ooh. because they're very comfortable and they look like shit. But they, but they aren't pajamas. Right. So that's just, that's just it's a, a win-win trick. It's a win-win there. These are like my quarantine. This is my quarantine uniform. It's just, it's just overalls with whatever I find. Did over? Were you an overalls person before this? I mean, I wore them, Hated them. only as like a statement, as like today is an overall day. I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> you know. That's right. That's right. It was a signal to others. Stand back. Yes. Exactly. Right, right. Uh, wow, Nick, is that is that all she wrote for this I one? Joanna, your AirPods are running low. I see you signaling. You're you're saying I, I can't do this much longer. So we appreciate. Oh, she's, we, she, she, <laughs> oh, she actually was. Uh, I, I appreciate you you doing this in 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 the midst of this craziness. And uh, thanks for coming on. You want to plug something? Uh, check out all the stuff I'm making in my quarantine existence on Ooh. my YouTube channel and on my Twitter and on my Instagram. Joanna Houseman on Twitter. Joe House on Instagram. Joanna Houseman on YouTube. And that's it. Oh, man. <laughs> you must have perfected that. You, you, I feel like you probably plug stuff all the time. All the time. I, it's, it, instead of going to the gym, I just repeat <laughs> that to myself consistently every day. <laughs> uh, great. Amazing. Wonderful. We did it. And uh, hopefully, we Nick, did. we're going to do some more of these and they'll be also about the quarantine because how could you possibly have a bad stuff that's not that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe maybe we could come up with topics, but yeah. Yeah. Let's, All let's right. keep doing this. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so that's it. Us signing off with our famous catchphrase to end each podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>